Welcome to State of the Art Southern Illinois, a podcast by the Marion Cultural and Civic Center. Today, we're doing something a little bit different, and we're revisiting an episode that we filmed in 2020 with Spencer Galdoni. Back then, we were doing shorter episodes, about 15 minutes. So enjoy this, and afterwards, I'll tell you a little bit about what Spencer has done since. Enjoy our conversation today with Spencer Galdoni. Welcome to State of the Arts in Southern Illinois. We are lucky to be joined by Spencer Galdoni, um, formerly of Heron, Illinois, currently of New York City. Um, so Spencer, welcome. Thank you, thanks uh, for having me today. So let's start and just kind of tell us about your background in Southern Illinois. Sure, so as you mentioned, I was originally born and raised in Heron. I attended Our Lady of Mount Carmel School in Heron and then went on to Heron High School. Um, a lot of people know me through my parents, Tony and Elisa Galdoni. They are former owners of Louis PNR. And yeah, and then I, so for, for the performance area, I started performing when I was around the age of eight. I kind of got the theater bug. I remember an old story. I had a friend who invited me to a play and, and not doing any performance at all. I went and supported her. And I remember I was reading through the playbill and in the back of the playbill, there was auditions for a local play called Aesop's Funny Fables. And I thought, I told my mom later that day, I said, you know, mom, I want to audition. And they were all like, whoa, what? We want to audition? And, and um, so I ended up auditioning and got cast as the tortoise and the tortoise and the hare sequence. And I guess you could say for performance wise, the rest is history. Yeah. <laughs> Wonderful. Um, so, you know, you you are a resident of New York City. Yes. Um, what were you doing in New York before the pandemic started? Sure. So I, I've lived in New York now for about three years. So right when I moved to New York, I had the great fortune. I got to work as the executive assistant to um, Broadway director and choreographer Jeff Calhoun. He um, Some of his directorial works include Newsies, Bonnie and Clyde, Jekyll and Hyde. And so I worked for him for about two and a half years, and I was very grateful to that. Um, but right after that, starting in January, I had the great opportunity of switching jobs. I now work for Tara Rubin Casting as a casting assistant there. We cast musicals like Dear Evan Hansen, Six, Sing Street, Ain't Too Proud, The Temptations musical. And so right before that, I was working for Tara Rubin. We were in the midst of auditions and casting different projects. So, so what, is that, what does that actually entail? What does working for a casting agency mean? Absolutely. Um, so specifically my job as a casting assistant is my, my job is to basically schedule all of the actors for their auditions and then to make sure that they arrive at a certain time to their audition. So my job consists of a lot of dealing with agents and scheduling and things like that. But then the great exciting opportunities, you get to be in the room and watch the auditions as well, collaborate with the creative teams and things like that. So how does, how does casting and the process work for Broadway shows? Like, can you be, can you be a, an actor coming right out of, right out of high school or college and just step into an audition for Dear Evan Hansen? Absolutely. I mean, it will depend. So, of course, there's non-equity and equity actors, people who are represented with agents. What does that mean? So non-equity means that you are just, again, people fresh out of college who don't have an agent, things like that. You're just non-equity. You're not represented. And then equity means that you are part of what's called the Actors' Equity Union. You're okay. part of the union. And then equi non-equity people means that you, you're not part of the union. You're just, you're not represented and you're not part of the union. 
And um, a lot of non-equity people, we see at what are called open calls. And then sometimes during an EPA or an ECC, an EPA stands for an equity principal audition, and then an ECC stands for an equity chorus call. Now, mainly for those, we, we have to see equity people. Yeah. But if we later in the day, if we still have time and the creative team would like to see non-equity people, we absolutely will. Um, but main time that we will see non-equity people is in an open call setting. Okay. Um, I recently did a show, We I helped cast a show called Trevor the Musical, which was very included a lot of young children. And so for that, with children, we definitely held an open call, and we saw over probably 300 kids in a day that we saw yeah. um, to see cast. Um, but no, absolutely. But specifically, our office, we deal with a lot of agent, I mean, actors who are representative, representative, representative that have some sort of um, um, agent and things like that. So we deal with a lot of those actors, and um, yeah, but absolutely. So, so as far as the way that Broadway functions, if non-equity, a non-equity actor is cast, do they then apply and become an equity performer to perform in those shows? Absolutely. It depends, again, I mean, all Broadway, you have to be a part of the union. So if a non-equity member gets cast in a Broadway production, then yes, you, ha you are required to join the union. You have to pay dues and things like that. Um, but there are some non-equity tours. There are a lot of non-equity shows happening. In the past couple of years, there have been several non-equity non tours that have been happening. So um, you don't have to join the union. And now for off-Broadway shows, are those all equity shows? Or for off-Broadway, are some of those a non-union, non-equity non show? No, off-Broadway is still part of the union. You okay. have to be a part of the union as well, sure. Awesome. Um, so... How or when did you really decide that this is exactly what you wanted to do? I would definitely say probably in college was when I decided. Um, I think what's so great about college is you kind of get this opportunity to explore your other quote-unquote talents per mm -hmm. se. Because I went to school at Oklahoma City University um, as a getting a bachelor's of music and musical theater. So I always thought performance was gonna be my life. But throughout my time there, I kind of realized that I liked more of the business side of the entertainment industry. And so the summer after my junior year of college, I got the great privilege of interning with Telsey and Company, which is another top casting office in New York. And it was after my three month stint there that I was kind of sold. Just, I think just the opportunity to you know make people's dreams come true and to be able to help kind of piece together a cast, that just was something that I, I just absolutely fallen in love with. And so Tara Rubin gave me this great opportunity and I'm so grateful to continue to grow with her company over the years. Very cool. Um, what exactly is the status of Broadway and the entertainment industry overall in New York right now? Sure. I mean, I know for all of us, it's very sad right now. I mean, unfortunately, Broadway is shut down through, as of right now, January 3rd. And I've been kind of hearing some rumors that I think we're thinking that Broadway will hopefully open, fingers crossed, in March, which is exciting. But of course, that will be a whole year since the Broadway has been shut down. Um, and yeah, but I mean, I think when, when Broadway does reopen, I think it will look a lot different. I think... Um, Probably temperatures will be taken, masks will be worn. Um, I read an article the other day that, you know, I don't even think ushers will be handing out playbills. They're just going to be sitting on a table, and there's going to be a lot of different guidelines. But I'm very grateful to the Broadway League, and I've been reading a lot of their updates about, you know, they want the experience to get to travel to New York and be surrounded in a group of maybe mm -hmm. a thousand people together watching a show. The energy in the room is electric, and they don't want to lose that. So they're not. I think opening early to try to take out seats and remove that experience. They want people when they come to New York and to sit in the theater to have that same experience as it was before yeah. all of this started. So, yeah. Um, so with, with Broadway being shut down, what does that mean for you specifically? 
Sure. I mean, it's it's definitely kind of surreal. I mean, we're living in this new time, and I mean, we immediately started working from home. And I mean, like I said, I was working in New York, but I had the opportunity to come home and can work from home. And we've been doing a lot of Zoom auditions and self-tapes and things like that. So a self-tape is basically where we send materials to the actors. And self-tapes happen on a normal basis as well, because sometimes... A performer might be in California wanting to audition for a show in New York, but they're doing another show. So we send them the material, they put it on a tape for us, and then send it to us, and then mm -hmm. we review it. And then if we'd like to see them in person, we can call them back in person. So a lot of auditions right now are happening <laughs> all via self-tapes in the comforts of their own home. And um, there are there have been Zoom auditions as well. I'm sure a lot of people have been having Zoom meetings right now. Mm -hmm. And, and um, a former casting director in our office, she has been doing Zoom auditions for her show. And and um, they're just making it work. And But I think what's so great, too, is everyone is so understanding. I, I've been talking to some actors, and I think they get very nervous about, oh, what do I need to do and the proper protocols? And we're like, we understand. I mean, we're all in this together. You know, we are, mm -hmm. we are making it work. And um, but it's, I think it's a great learning lesson for everyone as well because I don't, self-tapes are never going to go away, you know? So I think what's great is people are learning what do we look for in a self-tape and what's the best way to self-tape. Mm -hmm. So I think it's a great learning lesson for everyone. So with the self-tapes, are you seeing more actors like use lighting in their videos and stuff like that? And are you seeing the self-tapes actually improve as a part of this? Sure, absolutely. I mean, um, a lot of people use, I mean, we always say when it comes to self-tape, we just kind of want a clean wall behind you, dress like you would in the audition, and that's really all we need, you know? I mean, um, but definitely lighting on your face is great, and I know a lot of actors have bought, there's a ring light um, mm -hmm. that you can buy, and then you can actually put your camera in the middle of it, mm -hmm. and they've been using that, which is great because it really lights up your face. Um, but no, absolutely, I definitely have seen improvements, of course. Good. Um, how would you say your time growing up in Southern Illinois actually prepared you for what you're doing now? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I would credit Southern Illinois for everything, to be honest. I, I'm so grateful, you know, that I was born and raised here and then had the opportunity to move to New York. Um, I, I mean, you see all the time Southern hospitality and Southern charm and just the, I'm so grateful for the opportunities that were given to me here and just the I'm so grateful the way my parents raised me and because I, I get I mean I sometimes in New York people say like oh you're so nice you're just so personable and I and I just uh, for me it's so second nature that I, mm -hmm. I don't think about that and I think raising being raised here and especially being at my dad's deli and being customer service and the customer's always right opening the door for people saying please and thank you I don't know if I would have gotten that you know having been born and raised in New York and kind of in the hustle and bustle all the time so yeah. I truly credit Southern Illinois for so many wonderful opportunities absolutely um, what do you think the future of Broadway looks like uh, moving forward yeah um, I mean, as I mentioned earlier, I think, I mean, I think it will definitely, I feel like, be the same performance-wise, but I think, no, definitely the protocols will be done. I mean, like I said, I think absolutely masks will be worn, temperatures will be taken. I'm sure there's hand sanitizer stations everywhere. Um, but no, I mean, I think it's going to come back, and I, I have every doubt, no doubt in the world that it's going to be bigger and better than ever. It's, people are going to want to get out and want to go to the theater, want to go to see live entertainment. And, um, and I think it'll be neat to see, too, you know, I'm sure one of the next best Tony Award best musicals is being written right as we speak, yeah. you know, during this time. So I think it'll be neat to see, too, what are the new creative projects that are going to be happening, what shows we'll be casting and things like yeah. that in the future. So I think it's very, it's a very, although it's a sad downtime right now, I think there's so much happening. And I think once we come out of this, everyone's going to be so excited. And I, I think you're right. There's a, there are a lot of creatives that are, 
you know, isolated at home right now that are just pouring themselves into their work. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I think, I mean, we, we're never going to get this time back, you know, so yeah. I think people are using it to the best of their abilities. I mean, watching new shows, reading, doing research on what, I mean, every, I mean, I've been researching new shows that I didn't really know about growing up, you know, and, and just doing everything you can right now. It's like, use this time to the, to our, to our advantage, you know, don't look at it as a negative, look at it as a positive. Yeah. Um, post pandemic, do you think, you know, once there's a vaccine and, and everything's kind of calmed down, do you think Broadway will go back to what it was before? Or do you think there will be some things that, that carry over into the new reality? Oh, absolutely. I think definitely things, I mean, at least for our office, for casting, I, I mean, I'm sure things will be different. I mean, I, I mean, I, I think we might be six feet apart still. I mean, I don't, I, I think it's going to take some time for people to warm up to even, I mean, I'm very, I want to hug people, you know, and it's like, when will we get to do that again? I mean, I, I sometimes see my fellow workers, coworkers, and we want to hug and everything. And I don't know how, how that's going to be, you know, for a while. Um, but no, I mean, as I mentioned, I think for the performance aspect, I think they're, I think that's why Broadway has waited until a vaccine comes out because they don't, they want it to be what it was, you know, and to yeah. only enhance it. And so I really, um, I, I think for the performance-wise, I think things will be the same, but I just think a lot of the behind-the-scenes and the way things are ran, that will be, of course, different. But I don't think audience members will see that when it comes to a stage performance. Very cool. Well, Spencer, thank you so much for your time today and your insight into the industry and, and what what it really looks like to, to get into a Broadway production. Oh, absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. It's been such a pleasure chatting. It's our pleasure. Thank you for joining us. Um, look for upcoming episodes of State of the Arts Southern Illinois as we dive into um, what, what the state of the arts in Southern Illinois is now with different arts organizations and different arts leaders in the area. We look forward to seeing you again soon. Thank you. Thank you for joining us for State of the Arts Southern Illinois, a podcast by the Marion Cultural and Civic Center. Featuring artists, artisans, musicians, arts organizations, and arts events here in Southern Illinois, as well as national touring acts coming to the Marion Cultural and Civic Center. Thank you for listening to our conversation with Spencer Galdoni. Since that conversation, Spencer is back living in New York City and has since worked on casting for Trevor, which just made its debut on Disney Plus with a full feature of the Broadway production of Trevor as well as Mr. Saturday Night, featuring Billy Crystal. We're so proud of Spencer and everything he's been doing, so special thanks to him for allowing us to re-air this. We'd also like to thank our associate producer, A.J. Rice. Thank you for joining us. Catch us every Thursday for a new episode of State of the Arts Southern Illinois.